Cosmic Canvas Studio presents What Lies Between Sleep. I'm starting today's episode with a bit of grim news. I called Oxford again to see if I could wheedle my way into getting my hands on that book of Arthur's when they mentioned that it had been stolen. That seems to be far too much of a coincidence. Thanks to the miracle of online metrics, I am able to determine that there are about 20 or so listeners who are located in the UK. To you guys, I say this. Please return it. If one of my listeners got it in their head to steal a book and learn all of this forbidden knowledge, you need to return it. First off, it's a crime to take what doesn't belong to you. Secondly, if you mess with this stuff, you will die. Trust me, no good can come of it. So, whoever you are, just return the book. That is my plea to you. Alright, welcome back to Dreamlines. It's been about two weeks since my last update. Sorry for the long period of silence. I've been doing some soul-searching, trying to figure out where we're headed next. I have in my hands a single slip of paper that could change the course of my exploration drastically. You know what's on the paper, of course. The White Draft. An elixir meant to transport one's soul, or maybe spirit, to a place in between sleep. I'll tell you, having this slip of paper in my house is like having a loaded gun just laying around. I can't stop thinking about it. But I know I should probably put it away before someone gets hurt. Namely, before I get myself hurt. But at the same time, how often do we have a chance to achieve greatness? I have spent my entire life in obscurity simply because I never once thought about going after anything greater. I had no real ambition or, or a desire for anything other than a job that pays kinda well. Most of my free time was spent watching Netflix and playing games. And the thing is... I was so perfectly happy with that life. I was content to just hang around and enjoy the things that I enjoyed. I wasn't waiting for some big thing to come and take me away from my life. But something did come. And it took me away from my little fantasy world. A place where I was safe and happy. I managed to escape somehow. And now I'm at a crossroads. I can choose here if I want to go back to the Shire where it's safe and warm. Or, I can embark on the journey to Mount Doom. Comfort or achievement. One or the other. <sighs> Up until I began exploring Giallo through this podcast, I never really felt alive. When I'm not thinking or working on this stuff, I feel bored. Agitated. Restless. This, friends, is my calling. But, I have a choice on how I can handle this calling. I really have two options. I could simply become a journalist who finds stories like Pierre's and shares them with the rest of the world. That's a respectable form of journalism, is it not? A collector of stories. I could probably even build up enough of them to make a book. Wouldn't that be cool? Or I could investigate Giallo myself. I could enter into that strange realm and document what I find. Let's face it. It's been interesting learning the stories of these people, but at the end of the day, we're not getting the full picture. What else did Pierre or Dexter see that they couldn't tell us? Am I really going to pretend that these types of journals are just laying around for me to so easily find? It wasn't easy, but, but I made a decision, and it's one that many of you will deride as foolish. But 
I have made the choice to enter Giallo of my own free will. I'm going to travel as frequently as I'm capable of, learning and observing. I will chronicle it all here on Dreamlights. I shall be a voice in the wilderness, speaking the truth about that strange place that lurks in between sleep. You may think this choice is idiotic or suicidal, but don't worry. I'm not going to be stupid about this. I'm going to be extremely careful. I'll do everything in my power to make sure that I stay safe. That being said, I don't think there's any danger in visiting the White Realm. I don't know what it's called, but I was there before. It was like a void. An endless white void. Pierre went there and didn't see anything of danger. I've taken a few things into consideration. First off, time seems to move a lot slower, so I can't actually be sure how long a minute is. Second, I do know that it is possible to wake up from Giallo when your body wakes up. I know this because a few times when I was bound into that terrible realm, a loud noise outside my window or an alarm would kick me out. So, I can prepare alarms ahead of time to ensure something will wake me up. In ideal conditions, I'd have an assistant to slap me awake, but my stepbrother said no. Understandable, although I didn't explain my motivations there. Didn't want him thinking I was a lunatic. Anyway, I'm just going to improvise. I did a bit of experimentation on some wiring and built a nifty little bracelet. When a timer goes off, it delivers an unbelievably painful shock to the wearer. That'll wake me right the hell up. So, my first venture is tonight. Actually, it's really right now. I've been mixing the white draft as we speak, and I'm properly geared with two bracelets. Both are on independent power sources, in case one of them stops working for some reason. The timer is set for one minute. I'll drink the draft and enter Giallo. I'm not planning on going anywhere in the realm nor talking to anything. I just want to confirm that entry is possible. Also, I did research on all the ingredients. None of them are poisonous independently, so I'm hoping they interact well. It would really suck if this little potion just killed me. That was the timer. The brew is ready. I'll leave the microphone running just in case. I hope I see you guys on the other side. Ah, <coughs> oh, son of a bitch, these things hurt. <sighs> okay, so, day one, test one. Upon consuming the white draft, I became incredibly sleepy. Like, as if I had just downed an entire bottle of wine after being up for 72 hours straight. I passed right out. Except, instead of falling asleep... I simply fell upwards into a white realm. The void was just like I remembered. But what's curious is that I wasn't alone. There was behind me a giant black gate with a large circle carved in the center. I remember passing through it once before. A strange being, some kind of humanoid maybe, stood in front of me. He wore a hood, but there was no face inside of the hood. Just emptiness. Just darkness. Of course, I was a bit freaked out, but then I remembered that I had met this stranger before. It had led me back home the first time I escaped from Eshuel the Blind. It seemed to have no emotions, nor any reaction to my presence. It merely stood by the gate and watched me. At least, I think it was watching me. I asked it a question, hey, you know, who are you? It said there was no purpose in asking such things, that I was to either pass into the realm meant for me through the Black Gate or return to the Wakeful. Man, I wish I could describe the gate to you better. Oh, it was intense. Like, the size of a three-story mansion. 
and there were these whipping vines, four of them in front of the gate. They were sticking out of the ground, and they all snapped and whipped violently all the time. They were like a, like a pale yellow, and I, I could see little mouths atop the ends of the vines. I went to ask more questions of the stranger, but I just woke up due to the severe pain in both of my wrists. I'm not sure how much time had passed in that world. I do know that it was certainly longer than a minute in the waking. So, first impressions. What was the black gate? And that stranger? Those whipping vines? I gotta go back. But I made myself a promise that I would only visit Giallo once a week at the most. That way, I limit the risk and also ensure I'm still getting actual sleep. So, thanks to the miracle of editing, we can hop right on over to test two. Ow! <coughs> ah, it's worse than a bee sting! <sighs> okay. Let's get down to it. That gate? It leads to my dreams. Note, I didn't say it leads to the dream world. I said it leads to my dreams. As in, this gate is specifically for the purpose of gaining access to my own dreams. This means that, theoretically, other things could enter through that gate, right? At least, if the Guardian wasn't there. So, after pestering it enough, the Guardian finally told me what I needed to know. It said that this was the gate at the threshold of dreams. As the owner of the gate, I had the rights to enter it as I pleased. The Guardian itself would protect my gate from those who would do me harm. Fascinating stuff, right? I tried to ask it more, but it, it bid me to leave. It told me to either enter my dreams or go back to the waking. It told me that I was risking a great deal by choosing to stay in Giallo of my own free will. And then, as you guessed, my bracelets woke me up. It's all starting to make sense now. Dreams are a part of sleep, right? Dreams are connected to Giallo somehow. And, and the denizens, they talk about sleep as if it were a person. I keep thinking back to that moment when I was in Eshuel's realm. I demanded to sleep and to dream, and then Eshuel kicked me out at once. Then the Guardian led me back to my dreams, to the Black Gate. It must be that for some reason, we humans have a right to dream and to sleep. When I renounced my claim on sleep the first time, I gave up that right. But when I embraced sleep after my uh, suicide attempt, I returned to sleep's fold. <sighs> I wonder if I could call upon the Guardian to aid me should I be enslaved again. Would it help? Why else would it call itself the Guardian of the Threshold? Ah, I have so many questions. Each step we make leads to only more and more things to learn. I think this is going to be it for today's episode. It's a little shorter, I'm sorry, but I don't have much else for you yet. I want to run more experiments soon, but I can only do them sparsely. So this episode should be enough to tide you over for now. I'm going to sign off with a single question, one that's been bugging me since I learned that the gate leads to only my dreams. There must be other gates, right? And that means, theoretically, I could travel to another human's dreams if I could figure out how to find them. <laughs> this is Bernard Sanderson saying, if you dream of me, it might actually be me, so make sure you say hello. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to have one of your emails read by me on air, hop on Patreon and subscribe. 
Your support can help this podcast continue to grow and thrive. Check the show notes or head on over to www.whatliesbetweensleep.com for more info. And I'll see you next week.